Happen podcast with your host, wellness expert, life strategist, and spiritual bestie, Tristan Noel LeClaire. Hi, welcome to Making Magic Happen. If you're back, um, I'm so happy that you keep tuning in. Thank you so much. And if you're new here, I am Tristan. I am your host, wellness expert, and uh, your spiritual little bestie here, guru adjacent. Um, Today's lesson is going to be about in with the old, out with the new. And I go a lot more into out with the old because I'm talking about things that you need to kind of look at getting your getting rid of in your life as you move into the new year so that this next year you can level up you can come more into alignment with what it is that you want and really focus in on your manifestations and pull the things that you want to you and create this reality that is your destiny to live in this hopeful abundant juicy reality because you deserve everything that you want. And all you got to do is kind of listen to your heart. Your heart will always tell you what it is you deserve. And even when it's hard to like let go of something, you have to know in the back of your head that you're doing the right thing. You have to know in your heart and in your guts that you're doing the right thing. Because what is yours will always be yours. Meaning... The thing that you want most and the thing that you are actively trying to draw into your life, it's already yours. So you have to keep clearing things out of the way so that you can come into alignment with it. It's it's like the toughest part of this, I think. Not just believing that it's yours, but the work you have to kind of do along the way to get there. And this is a big part of the work. And the lesson itself is a lot about out with the old, but I just want to take a second to say... On the in with the new part, what you should be focusing on is how do you best demonstrate your magnificence, your talents, your skills? Where do you shine? What is what is so easy for you to do? Sometimes you can't even articulate it. It's not even like quantifiable. It's just like the essence of you. And usually that is your purpose. Um... And that's where you should be spending a lot of your time is diving into that. And what does that mean? And I'm not saying like flesh it out even in a way to, you know, get money from it or make it a job or anything like that. I'm I'm speaking on a much bigger plane here. Like, what are you on this planet to do? How can you show your magnificence off? What is special about you? What your God-given talents are? Your gifts. And a lot of times, again, that is clearing away something that maybe you previously committed to. Or a project you wanted to start. A, a, a job you were going to take. 
um, a place you were going to move to. And if you're going along that route and something is pulling you or starts to pull you in another direction, go for it. Please, please, please. You're not wishy-washy. You're not flaky. It's okay to not know what you want because I'll tell you what, when you do know what you want, you'll know. You'll stay so razor focused on what it is that you want that it won't, there won't even be a question in your mind. But until you have that feeling, like if something pulls you, go for it. You need that experience. Maybe that's the experience that's going to take you to the next thing that's really going to show you what you're supposed to be doing, what the next phase of your life is. Don't be scared to let go. Don't be scared to surrender. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the lesson. Bye. And we are in session. Today's lesson is uh, out with the old, in with the new. And what exactly is the old and how do we determine if it's serving us anymore? So we're going to divide this into two categories initially, right? We have scripts and we have commitments. And when we're looking at our current life and uh, what we could do with having less of, it's helpful, especially if you're kind of feeling like a little overwhelmed and you don't even know where to start, to break it into these two categories. Scripts has a lot to do with past and commitments has a lot to do with present. Scripts are the stories and the situations and the experiences that have created our current reality. They are all about our human form right now. Remember, we're still having a human experience here. Um, and the, we think that these experiences that, we, we, that we've had here create us and make us and the sum of these experiences is who we are but that's not really who we are that's who we are here right now but that's not who we are in terms of our higher self so we need to separate ourselves from these experiences that we've had in our past we need to draw a hard line and say even though these terrible things have happened to me or I've experienced these traumas or blah, 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 like I've learned from them. That's my positive spin on how I'm going to look back at these. I have learned from them. I needed to get something from them, but they do not make me who I am right now. They have, they, they have nothing on me. I say who I am. I create who I am. I will tell you who I am. And my higher self tells me that I am in control of this reality. So these scripts are kind of like, um, I'll give an example. When I, when I, I was dating somebody, this is years ago and I really liked him and he, when it came time to talk about his mother and this is, this is when, you know, I I do think like, you know, you need to pay attention to, to how a person is speaking about their mother. Just like that was pretty relevant to me then. Now it's more relevant. Like I want to hear how you're going to talk about your ex. 
Um, because if you're shit talking your ex, that's, you're, you're probably not my person, probably not my cup of tea. Like we need to make peace with that and move on and understand each other's roles in our lives. But back then it was like, how are they talking about their mom? And we were really serious. And he started talking about like what a a bitch his mom was and using really foul language to describe his mother. And, uh, and then I, I remember, I remember that previously he had said that, um, you know, he had flown f- from one state to another to like visit his mom for Christmas. And, you know, he had stayed with, he had, he was making plans to like see his mom at that Christmas. And like, and so I just kind of, I kind of, re- I casually was like, well, like you're saying all these horrible things about your mother and your childhood. But really what I'm hearing is that you love her because you're willing to make these, you know, make time and make all these sacrifices to go see her. Like is, it kind of seems like you're just replaying an old script or, you know, speaking from an old script of like all of these terrible things, but that's not really how you feel about her. And I just kind of let it marinate. Um, And, you know, we had a really good conversation after that because he did realize that like this was an old script that was playing for him, this relationship with his mother from his childhood and how he viewed her, which a lot of the views were almost kind of like his father's voice in his head telling him these things when really he had made peace with with her absence in his childhood because if he hadn't, he wouldn't be making such an effort to have a relationship and please her and, you know, his adult life. So, um, you need to kind of look at what scripts are you replaying over and over again that you, that no longer resonate with you that, and, uh, that you, you have probably moved on from, but you're so trapped in that narrative that you created previously when you had like negative emotions about something or even positive. It's, you know, whatever's old, whatever's not serving you anymore. So this is, this is when we go over in relationships a lot, you know, um, I'll, I'll talk to somebody and they will say, you know, he used to do this. He used to do this. We used to do this. He's this, he's this, he's this. And then I'll be like, well, you know, when was your anniversary and what did you guys do this year? And, oh, we haven't exchanged guests or gone on a date for anniversary in four years. Okay. Well, your you're holding on to this script about this love story that you had, but you currently don't have a love story. You current have like, you currently have like a roommate situation and you, this is something that's lacking. And so you replaying this script over and over again about how great it used to be, isn't serving you anymore because you're not, that doesn't help you come to terms with your current reality. If you don't come to terms with your current reality, how can you change it? I'll give you a, a third and final example clients, fitness and nutrition clients, um, that come to me and they feel like a hot mess, their body hurts, you know, nothing's working like it should. They can't poop. Yeah. (laughs) They're not sleeping well. You know, the doctor's telling them all these meds they got to get on, you know, or whatever. They could be one of these things. It could be all of these things. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll set up a consult with me and they start talking to me about how they were a college athlete or a high school athlete, 
or, uh, you know, they used to be this kind of soccer player, this kind of softball player, or, or, you know, five years ago, like I was doing these marathons, da, 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 da. That is great. I'm happy you had that experience. But you saying that I used to be this athletic and I used to be this fit isn't serving your current reality because you're not those things anymore and you need to come to terms with the current reality and give yourself a little grace, give yourself a little forgiveness for letting your shit go, right? Maybe maybe things happened and you prioritized a little bit differently than you probably should have. It's fine. You're human. That's why you're here. We're here to learn. But you got to let that script go so that we can work on the now and move forward and see what we need to do to make ourselves better, make ourselves happier and healthier and all those great things. So scripts, what are you replaying in your life that is no longer you? And because it is no longer you or no longer part of a relationship or whatever, it's no longer serving you. I'm asking for a lot of self-reflection on that one. <laughs> I realize, but you know what? Sometimes what you, what's good to do is just kind of tell your subconscious, uh, I want you to work on this for me. I want you to work on this for me. What in my life, if you, or you know, you could talk to your spirit guides if that, if that moves you to me, that's like my heavy out. I ask my spirit guides for help all the time, but what, what am I kind of ignoring in my current reality? Because I'm relying on what it was in the past. Okay. The other one is commitments, commitments regarding your present situation. So, uh, when you commitments, we have like these subcategories and we have time and we have relationships. Let's focus on those. So time is an interesting one because I always say, I'm always telling people like, this is my, this is my most important asset that I have is my time. It's my most valuable asset because I really don't get to choose like what I'm doing with my time outside of my commitments. Right. Um, but even then within the smaller window, even if I feel overwhelmed by my commitments, like my children and my work and whatever, like I still actually have quite a bit of time to devote to other things. Um, but you want to look at the majority of your time, the things that you are committed to, and you can't necessarily just like get out of them. The two that I mentioned being the most important, look at them and see, kind of take a step back. And see how much joy your current commitments are bringing to you and how much time you're spending on them. So if I break apart my day, I'm always saying like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this. And I need to catch myself because I do have the time. If there's 24 hours in a day, I maybe sleep for six. Uh, according to my Fitbit, it's a little bit less. Um even if I get like a full workout in like where I'm driving to the gym, I'm doing cardio and I'm doing weightlifting and I'm like doing emails on my phone. Like, let's just say it's like the, like the longest I'll be in the gym is like, you know, or away from the kids or the family or whatever. It's like two and a half hours. And, uh, at night 
I like, I make like a super late dinner and I watch one TV show and then I'm like reading. Let's say that's like another two and a half to three hours. So six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 24 minus 16. So <laughs> like trying to do math on the phone. That still leaves me, you know, eight hours. Um, and that eight hours is where I'm spending those commitments, like the things that I'm actually committed to in my life. And for me, like I am in, I am in total alignment, but if you wake up and you like have a feeling of dread because you're going to work and it's like Monday and you can't stand it and you don't like your coworkers or whatever the case may be, or, um, you know, you're constantly kind of looking for ways out, you know, then you're, you're in, you're in misalignment with how you are spending your time professionally. Right. Um, and personally as well, like if you are hanging out with people and like, they're not feeding you or supporting you, I mean, I barely get to see my girlfriends, but I know that when I do have my sushi night with them, like I'm going to leave so fed that, because I can be like my rawest, most sensitive, emotional self at the same time that I'm being completely within my power and they see all of that in me. And so those, those women are the women that, you know, when I do get some extra time and I want to spend it with them, that that's going to feed me. And if you have relationships in your life, we're going right into relationships. If you have relationships in your life that aren't feeding you in that way, you need to take a hard look at them and say like, moving forward, I, I got to remove myself from this. Like I'm done. I can't, I can't do it anymore. And it's hard to cut ties with the way we spend our time. It's hard to cut ties with these relationships. Um, but it's not as hard as you think that it might be because you'll notice that once you kind of start moving the pieces around, um, or taking a step back as you were like, it, it, it kind of all comes together because the universe will work with us to put things, you know, the way that they need to be for the greater good. And remember when you remove yourself from a relationship or a friendship dynamic or a romantic relationship, or when you say I am done with this work and I want to find new work and I, I don't like my boss and I need a new employer one that like I can shine under and you know or I want these new responsibilities or these new challenges and so I'm going to start looking for this you have to understand when you leave that position like the person that's going to come in after is going to be in better alignment with that position with that workspace with that boss like you are doing them a favor you just have to kind of dismiss the fear that you're not going to find what you're looking for because that's ridiculous, right? Because you will manifest something terrible or awful or that doesn't fit and you'll continue to do so until you manifest something that does. So you might as well just jump right into, you know, taking control of that and attempting to manifest something that really lights you on fire. Same thing with relationships. If you remove yourself from a friendship, uh, and sometimes with relationships, friendships, I'm not saying to like ghost anybody, but especially if you've been chasing someone um, and you've been wanting a friendship with someone, sometimes just don't text them. 
don't comment on their Facebook stuff or their Instagram stuff. Like you don't have to, you don't even have to be rash about it. You don't have to like unfollow, unfriend, do anything. You just have to kind of just not just stop doing. And since they are not in alignment with you and you guys are not meant to have a relationship, like the friendship might will just kind of peter out. I'm not saying to ghost anybody if you're dating, by the way, like definitely do not ghost. Just (laughs) that's not what I'm talking about here. Um, but the release of these commitments and a kind of accepting that you are in control of both of these areas of your commitments will give you a lot of power. Because we like to say, like, I'm, you know, this is, this is my job and, you know, this is, this is how I spend my time and then I got to do this and then I got to do that. And then I got to run the kids here and I got to do this and I got to do this. But if you actually take ownership of your time in this new year, just this part, just this part, even if you ignore the other two things that I've been telling you to do and you just focused on the time element, your life would completely change. Because we give so much power away when we say, like, I don't have time for that. But yeah, you do. You're just choosing not to spend it that way. All right. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope I gave you just a little something to chew on. I feel like I could keep talking about this for a very long time and break it down into three other <laughs> components. But I feel like this is good for now. Um, let me know if you have any questions. DM me. Bye. Really quick before you go. I just wanted to share with you, I have got a date for my first workshop. The first thing I'm going to be offering to you in a group coaching style format. It is Batty Camp 2023, the ultimate alter ego workshop. I am so excited about this. It's going to be February 11th from nine to one. We're going to go hard. I'll give you a bathroom break. I'll let you get some water, but otherwise I'm going to need you there. Cameras on. It's going to be a virtual event. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take you there guys. I'm going to take you there. And, uh, if, if you're feeling called for what's next, if you are waiting to let that other persona out, because they are the ones that are going to get you what you want. If you can just release just a little bit into the creation of this, um, then I I hope that you join me because it's going to be quite the ride. Uh, Okay. I just wanted to to say, check my socials because I'll be posting the link and I'm also be posting a link to sign up uh, on my website as well. And uh, if you sign up early, you get a little price break. Okay. This has been the Making Magic Happen podcast. To get more information on what you heard today or to book Tristan for coaching workshops or retreats, please visit www.mymindbodygoals.com or follow on Instagram at new underscore Tristanist.